Hello and welcome to Henslow's Innovator Series, where we sit down with founders and CEOs of some of Australia's most exciting emerging companies to learn more about their story, growth ambitions, and lessons that they've learned along the way. I'm Tom Nichols, and today I'm joined by Jenny George, CEO of Converge. Jenny, thanks for your time and thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tom. Firstly, can we get an overview of Converge and Headup Labs and the services you provide? We offer three kinds of services. Um, the main one that we're known for is employee assistance programs. So that's mental health counselling that employers pay for and that employees can access. And we do everything from help with depression or anxiety, relationship issues, even things like help with budgeting or, or legal problems is all things that we can help with through that program. The second type of thing we do is consulting and training. And in the consulting and training um, area, we offer mental health awareness training, um, help with leaders who need to uh, understand how best to manage people who might have a mental health issue. But everything um, through from that to helping people do an audit of their culture. Um, it's very important with work health safety legislation now that we understand how the culture in our organisation might be affecting people and whether or not it's keeping them psychologically healthy. So we help with that for companies as well. And the third big area is digital services. And that's what the HeadUp uh, Labs investment has helped us to do is uh, to really offer health and wellbeing services in app form um, and do psychometric testing and other things that are also digital products. And Henslow's been lucky enough to be a part of this journey most recently as a partial sell down due to the structure of Converge. Are you able to talk us through that and how that's gonna help your future growth aspirations? We had a fantastic time with Henslow looking at lots of different companies that we thought might be able to help us, particularly with our digital capability. So we were looking to improve both internally, the way that we're able to um, build new products um, and serve our markets, but also um, look at things that companies had already developed that would help to support health and wellbeing. And uh, we picked Head Up Labs as being a Melbourne-based company, doing fantastic work around the world um, and working with a lot of health insurers, actually, to help their um, clients. We saw a real opportunity to um, have them join our team and to help to provide that to businesses here in Australia and around the world as well. You spoke of Head Up Labs and the recent acquisition. Another part of your journey has been where Henslow has been able to assist is the partial sell down from Reventure. Are you able to talk us through not only that process but how it's unlocked an ability for you guys to grow in the future? Converge was owned 100% by Reventure. Um, that's a charity and it's been around doing uh, workplace wellbeing for uh, more than 60 years. But obviously as a charity, they don't have a lot of sources of extra funding. So even though we'd been on a, a really strong growth pathway, um, there came a time when we wanted more capital, uh, particularly to invest in our own digital capabilities, but also in acquiring other companies. And Reventure um, didn't have capital on hand to help with that. So um, they uh, agreed and, and we went forward with bringing an investor on board. Um, so we've brought on board um, Rock Partners as managing that investment, but the Victorian Business Growth Fund is the investor. And it's really exciting to see what we can do. So how do you see this investment helping Converge grow over the next 12 to 24 months? There's quite a few things that we're doing, but the main thing is investments in uh, new businesses that we are acquiring. So Head Up Labs is the first, but we hope we'll also uh, be out in the market looking for other acquisitions. Um, we are looking um, partly to uh, grow um, some breadth of services. So one of the things that we know when we talk to HR departments and 
say we do a review of the risks in, a, in the culture of the business, um, one of the things we can do is support mental health, but there's also many other things that we uncover. And so we'd love to be able to provide more services and do more with businesses. So whether that's helping with employee engagement, um, training uh, leaders particularly in how to provide mentally healthy workplace cultures um, and uh, various other services that we think would be useful. Um, we can build those internally, but um, we'd also uh, like to look at some businesses that are already doing those things well uh, and bring them into the team as well. Speaking of the head up transaction, how did you find the M&A process and can you give us some insight into some of the strategy behind it? Our strategy was partly about growth and we wanted obviously to have the potential um, to reach more people and so um, obviously trying to have a product that would be helpful for small and medium businesses was part of that strategy. But we were also really keen to build capability. So we um, acquired HeadUp partly because they're Melbourne based and they're a great team with uh, excellent cultural alignment to us. Um, so it was important that we make sure that we had people on board who would be um, part of Converge for the long term and who would form the nucleus of a, a digital team that would take us into the future. So that was really a, an important part of our strategy. So strategic and both a good cultural fit. How do you see culture in terms of enhancing well-being and mental health within the workspace? Uh, there's nothing more important than culture for health and well-being. It's surprising how much workplace culture affects individuals' uh, well-being. And so sometimes when people come for counselling, uh, we do our very best and we help them a lot, um, but often we really wish that employers, rather than just paying for their counselling, would also think about the culture that might have helped to, to create the problem in the first place. And so toxic cultures, cultures where there are bullying, um, are all things that can really affect people. Um, if you ask people to work a 12-hour day, day in, day out, it's not good for their um, well-being. And employers can do something about that. But often you need to assess your culture and understand it. Uh, one of the things we know about culture is that it's both important to have great behaviours, so you're not having people yelling at other people in the workplace, but also really important to build trust and build trust that people feel like I can say something and someone will listen to me. That's one of the more important parts of culture actually. Um, and to have a psychologically healthy culture, you need to have both those things, good behaviour and really high levels of trust. Um, so it's very important for employers to think about that and to take that into account. And as you can hear, we're passionate about that because we don't just want to pick up the pieces, we actually want to make sure people are healthy in the first place. And speaking of trust, employers obviously trust Converge and the services they provide shown by you guys being Australia's leading mental health and wellbeing services provider, 25% uh, of the market share speaks for itself. Where do you see your biggest future opportunities? We think that the top end of town is doing quite a lot, but small businesses um, are still struggling to know how to access support for their employees. So maybe it's the, the builder who has five to 10 people working for them. Um, maybe it's a smaller business of, of 30 to 40 people. Um, often it seems like the, the big programs that work for government or for um, large corporates just aren't built for small businesses and we think there's a real opportunity there. We also think that digital tools are a great way to um, make sure that people can access it even in hybrid working situations where they may not be physically present in the office but everyone um, pretty much has a smartphone and we think there's some great ways to deliver service um, to small and medium enterprises. It sounds like a bigger part of that is support and being able to support the smaller and medium 
enterprises and businesses. With COVID, how have you seen that affect mental health in those guys and obviously the bigger guys as well? And what trends have you been seeing in mental health and wellbeing? It's interesting because two big trends have completely transformed the world during COVID. One is that people are much more aware of mental health. Um, they've started talking to their friends about their mood. Um, not something that you necessarily talked about when you were out at the pub, but you genuinely do now. And it's okay to mention that you're not doing so well. Um, that's really changed. And so awareness is one big trend. The other one is how people access support. Before COVID, about 70% of all of our clients came and saw us face to face. It's switched on its head and it's still important to see people face to face, but it's increasingly becoming normal um, to do things via Zoom or Teams or uh, whatever video conferencing um, you use and very normal to expect that um, virtual support will be available and to realise that actually um, that access is going to give you um, fantastic outcomes. You don't need uh, to wait until you can see someone face to face, you actually can get virtual access. And again, that means that in a hybrid working environment, there's so much more that we can do. You've recently raised capital and made acquisitions. How have you found those experiences from a commercial perspective? We had a really uh, great um, time doing the acquisition of Head Up Labs. Um, it was uh, an excellent experience. It was wonderful actually getting to know the people involved. We found a great cultural fit and that was very important for us. It was much more than just a good product um, or good kind of revenues coming in with the acquisition. It was much more about a team that we felt would fit really well with us because the acquisition was about capability. So bringing in a group of people who would fit into the culture of Converge was one of the key things we were looking for. And that's gone so well. I'm really, really enjoying having that whole team of people who are just as passionate about health and mental health as we are, um, and who see that as being their, their reason for getting up in the morning. And that's very much who we are as well. With current founders and future founders and CEOs out there watching, what are some of the lessons you've learned from an M&A perspective and journey in general that you'd pass on to them and some advice you'd give them? I think the main advice I'd give is that um, think about the people first. So choose um, an investor and choose uh, an acquisition target um, based on whether or not you think that you can work with the people involved. Mostly, um, this is not always true, but mostly you're in this for quite some time. And so you want to make sure that you're doing business with people who you trust, um, who you think are aligned and have values that, and, and goals that align with yours. And so for us, making sure that we'd picked the right um, partner for an investor, but also the right partner for an acquisition was really important because it takes a while. It took us almost a year really from start to finish um, when we just first started thinking about this until the acquisition was actually completed. Um, you don't want to do that unless you actually enjoy working with the people that you're going to be working with both through that process and then afterwards as well. And so um, starting with people that we felt we uh, could work with that agreed with the, the direction we were going in and so on was the very first important thing that we, we needed to do. Uh, and then everything else was much easier. It fell into place once we had chosen the right people to work with. Um, and Henslow was very instrumental in that because it was very much part of the uh, due diligence that we did with Henslow was um, on whether or not this was the right fit just as much as whether the, the dollars were right. And speaking of relationships, and you brought it up at the end there, Henzo has been fortunate enough to work with you over the past period. 
Can you delve into the experience with Henslow and the team working with them and how you found that? We've really enjoyed working with Henslow, it's been fantastic. Um, one of the things that we really appreciated was that Henslow became like an extension of our team. It wasn't like we were working with um, a separate company that had their own agendas or did things differently. They wanted to fit in with us, become part of um, who we are and what we were doing and really understand what drove us and what was important to us. And so when Henslow gives us advice, we know that it's coming from the same place that we're coming from and it's taking into account um, all of the same uh, considerations and understanding of our growth ambitions, understanding of who we are and what will work for us, um, and understanding um, how that can be put into some really exciting opportunities. And so Henslow's been brilliant. Um, their technical expertise has been fantastic and we've really enjoyed uh, working with the whole team and um, benefiting, I think, from the, the smarts that Henslow brings as well. So that's been terrific. Jenny, thanks so much for your time. We've provided some great insight into not only mental health and wellbeing, but culture and how important that is for everyone as well. So appreciate your time and look forward to continuing on with your journey over the next 12 to 24 months. Thank you.